doing my own thing. And if you got a problem with that, then they need to go bang, bang, bang. And I'll be everywhere on the map, but I rep that whiz. 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 Come on. I rep that whiz. I rep that whiz. I rep that whiz. Turn it up. Oh, man. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Wiss. We're here. We're the Views from the Hill podcast, and I've got my boy Hunter here tonight. What's up, what's up, what's up? Not a lonely show tonight. Got You're not company. solo anymore. Yeah. Got well, some for this week. Right. Got some company tonight. I mean, I'm here every week if you want. It's just kind of like if I earn my spot as like a Hunter, reoccurring you guest. It. It's already there. Come on now. I mean, I'm kind of on my way to ES, not ESPN, but uh, University of Utah Insider. That's right. Picking up that SB Nation spot on the Block U. Got to go. give a little plug to them. Just started this last week. We'll be writing some post-game coverage on the Block U website, so you want to check them out. Go follow them on Twitter. Go follow me on Twitter. There I need go. to rack those followers up, too. Yeah. Oh, I feel you. I'm going to plug them, not plug me, you know? Yeah. Also, after this week, too, I, I kind of got myself in, snuck myself in the, you know, the seams, crevices of whatever I got to do, but I was in contact with the athletic director of the University of Utah. Yeah. He got me, well, per se, media credentials to go to press conferences and practices now. Moving on. Moving when are on. we going to get those, by the way? Hey, listen, I'm going to get mine. I'm trying to work for yours, I promise. When are you getting yours? Well, the first time I go. So I just have to when show up. When are you going to go? I'm going on Tuesday of next week. Okay. Is so, that when they're doing their like coaches' press conference? Yeah. Ooh. So. All right. Yeah, and that's also a practice, so I'll get to stand by, watch practice, all good stuff. And you just players. say we need two of those guys. So I'm going to I'm gonna try. So I have to go meet with the direct athletic director on Tuesday morning, and we're gonna get all that stuff squared away. So it's kind of crazy. But I don't know all how. Right. I don't know how I pulled this off. But apparently, I'm, apparently, I'm good at like sending emails. I don't know what yeah. it is, but we're good. You made it sound real official at first. You were like, "Yeah, we operate out of the ESPN studios," know, and hey, they're listen, like, "So you're to... affiliated with ESPN 700?" <laughs> backtrack like, a little bit. Like, I know. Like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make sure that could have gotten us in trouble. Yeah, but... no, I was like, ah, no, no. So we no. just, we just appreciate being able to use i guess it's not espn 700 but the espn 960 studios right. we're here in the byu espn radio studios it's okay talking about some university of utah yeah that's right throw some red on that blue oh yeah toss okay. it on well toss it on well you guys every every reaction needs an equal and opposite reaction there you go i like it so. well you guys this week was a good week for the utes right 41 10 victory over Weber State. Started off a little, started I was off a little nervous. sketchy. Yeah. Uh, it was we, a little, went, we went down ooh. 10 nothing. and I started to think, what if we lose to Weber State? I was terrified because I'm sitting there thinking, because I was actually listening, because I got off work at like 5.45, right? So I'm trying to book at home, whatever, just trying to so haul in. And I was listening to ESPN 700. They're doing an interview with Whittingham that was, you know, recorded previously before. And he had said that this was one of the best teams that he's ever coached. So I'm, Most talented, yeah. Yeah, and I'm almost From top to bottom. Yeah, for I'm, sure. And I'm almost getting stoked, you know, more so stoked as I get home and I get there right, right when I turn on the TV. It's the muffed punt. No, uh, well, it's yeah. not really Britton Covey's fault, but wasn't his fault. Got it cut, was but the, I saw that, and I just, gosh dang it! His like, own teammate ran into him, not yeah. at all on Britton Covey. That's However, good, you would like to see Britton Covey do a better job of getting people away because there are a right. couple of times but no but i also watch but he does do that you see him trying to communicate granted it's hard to hear you're yeah. in it you're not really paying attention what the noise is you're just trying to focus on your job so but I, that's definitely something the university of utah right and kyle whittingham need to fix 100%. moving forward i definitely think they need to work on that for sure because there was that wasn't the only instance there was a couple other near misses where there was a real opportunity for a muffed punt or for 
another player on the University of Utah team to make contact with the punts. Right. They kind of did not do a very good job right. of getting out of the vicinity of the yeah. punt. And we can blame punt. it on game one so. jitters. You know, you just don't really know. Yeah. You're just all but those over are the, the place. kind of things that happen week one. Right. And That's so why you, you play Weber State. That's it is, right? That's why you play is. Weber State and not Auburn, right. like we saw with Washington. Yeah. But, man, I was scared, though, because right after that, they kick a field goal, and, you know, I was like, okay, you know what? We're going to grind. Then all of a sudden, here it is. Granted, Huntley got hit as his throw, but it's a pick, Kinda. nearly pick six. And then they Very end up close. scoring right off of that. Yeah, next and play. here we are down 10 nothing in the first quarter. And I'm like, what is happening right yeah. now? I was, I was like, a, gosh dang it. Not I was a great start bullets. if you're the, the U. Sweating bullets. Sweating yeah. bullets, you could say. But you know what? The Utes did what they had to do. They turned it on. I think what I noticed, though. 41 unanswered. Yeah. And what so. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good here. But, you know, what I, what I noticed is that the Utes didn't try anything fancy. I feel like at the beginning they weren't running their offense. They were just kind of trying to toss here and there because it was Weber State. But then yeah. they actually got down to what they do well, and it just took off from there. Yeah, they hunkered down and they did things that they're gonna. You're gonna see them do against the Washingtons, the Northern Illinois, the USC's. Right. Those are the kind of plays. You know, you saw the Zach Moss run. You yeah, saw broke them out for 86 yards. It was the fourth longest in school history, I believe. Something like that. He had yeah. fun fact. Zach Moss had more yards on that single play than Weber State had the entire game. Yeah. 86 yards on that run. Weber State for the game had 59. I'm sure we're going to get into it we, a little bit later about yeah. what stood out, but the defense was fantastic all night long. Oh, yeah. But the offense, you saw from the second quarter on what you'll see when they play Stanford. You right. know, you're not going to see them have Huntley just kind of stepping back often and slinging it downfield like he was in the first couple of possessions. Um, but, you know, you'll see them. I mean, you saw it a little in the fourth quarter of deep throws with right. Jason Shelley at quarterback. Right, which actually... Obviously testing yeah. him out. Yeah. But when oh, yeah. Huntley was in the game, after those first few possessions, obviously nerves played a big factor as well. Once those nerves settled down, you're able to perform better. Um, but you saw... What you saw in the second and third quarters from the University of Utah team, that's what you'll see for the majority right. of the season. Right, But you know what? I still couldn't, you know, put my full confidence, though, in Huntley right now. You know, he... I can't say that I love it. Right. He... I was very impressed by Jason Shelley. I was, and I was very, I was actually surprisingly impressed, you know, because. But of course, can't sit here and say, right, let's start fourth Jason quarter Shelley. At, fourth quarter at Weber State doesn't prove yeah. anything, right? But, you know, I get the, I, but now I under, tr- truly understand the idea of why they gave Shelley the second spot. He plays a lot more like Huntley. If Huntley were to go down, you have Shelley who is the same style, right? Jack Tuttle is going to be more of your spread quarterback, passer, Jack all Tuttle's, that kind of thing. Jack Tuttle is going to play a very different quarterback position than you're used to seeing at the University of Utah. Right. What you've seen in the past from Utah quarterbacks is not what you're going to see with Jack Tuttle. Exactly. And so that's and honestly, that's one of the things I'm excited for the future, right? I want to see a little bit of change, and I'm excited about it. So we'll see where that takes us. But you know what? The game was great. They turned it up. Brent Covey with phenomenal like he really did step step up you know all those questions learning if he was going to be uh, okay after his mission how he's going to do kid balled out like he never left yeah he did really well like uh, some sport i think he, he made, had a he sports made, center top 10 yeah he made he was number nine i want to say number nine number nine or ten it was up there yeah so he had obviously a sports center top 10 play looked very good in the open field which is what oh, we're yeah. used to seeing from Britton covey you know right. he's quick he's shifty uh-huh. um Punt game was different than we're used to seeing. Obviously, you know, you can't expect a phenomenal punt return every single time. Um, right. But, you know, we saw what we were used to seeing, which is for some people surprising. I wasn't surprised. I, you know, coming out of Pac-12 media day, 
University of Utah practices, University of Utah Media Day, all you heard was, well, yeah, Britton Covey hasn't missed a step. Right. And you hear that, you know, and you want to believe it. I think some fans didn't necessarily believe that. I think, you know, it was more of like, oh, well, what else are they going to say? You know, they're not going to say, oh, yeah, he came back and now he's not the same player as he was. But to then see that on the field that he really was the same player, that he really hadn't missed a step, right? I think was very comforting to a lot of Utah fans. For me, wasn't surprising. Um, but it was very exciting to see that, you know, Brent Covey, you know, they were telling the truth. He really hasn't missed a step. He was right. back to doing exactly what he was doing his freshman year. Exactly. And that's it. that was just the thing I was just nervous about. Because, I mean, I saw a picture of him when he first got home. Kid. Scrawny. Very oh scrawny. Oh, my goodness. It was crazy. Because I was just like, there's no way. There's no way this guy's going to be ready. And then you look at him compared to now, the guy's ripped. Oh, yeah. He's looking like, good. He, he he's balled in a up. little bit. Balled in a little hey, bit. But, but you know what? Good. It's okay. Like, Andrew Luck made it to the league, and that dude's busted. So yeah, what can it's, you do? <laughs> it's okay, right? Yeah. But I think the offense just as a whole was very impressive. I mean, we talked about kind of Tyler Huntley, you know, looking a little bit iffy those first couple of possessions. The offense as a whole looked good. Looked oh, for much sure. better than they did at any point last season. You know, it is Weber State, but Weber State's not a scrub team. Weber State was in the FCS semifinals last season. Yeah. And they had a very good chance of going all the way. Oh, yeah. But this is the most, these 41 points against uh, Weber State are the most points that Utah has scored in a season opener since they scored 56 against Idaho State in 2014. Yeah. So it's been four years since the offense looked this good right. in their opening game. Right. Granted, one of those games was against Michigan. You're probably not going to score 41 points against Michigan. With that being said, however, you know, against SUU a couple of years ago, against North Dakota last season, um, and then going back to Idaho State in 2014, the offense put up the most points they have since that Idaho State game. Right, 100%. I, yeah, you know what? Offense looked, you know, night and day compared to what they're used to. Defense is the typical Utah D. Defense out. looked very, you know very good. Their defensive line looked fantastic. Anai was, was balling very, very out. Good. And then Chase Hansen, dude. That guy was all over the field. Guy's a stud. Yeah. Guy's a stud. And then he the looked, defensive backs. did not backs, seem like he right. was missing a beat yeah. moving to line. Yeah, not at all. And then the, the defensive backs, man. Dudes are yeah, Jalen Johnson, he's my guy. Jalen like, Johnson, I, I don't know, dude. Marquis Blair is my guy. Marquis Blair is my guy. Marquis Blair guy. killed a dude <laughs> and then proceeded to get up and, and then, then run kill and kill the quarterback. <laughs> right? So. He just said he. I, I remember seeing a meme that ESPN actually did. It was like Marquis Blair killed a dude and wasn't, wasn't satisfied. satisfied. Yeah, I think it was Steve Bartle. There you go. So you gotta give credit to Steve Bartle. It's whatever. Um, I think he's actually in the room over from us right now. Nice. But he's the one who put it out. He's like, Marquis Blair killed somebody and wasn't satisfied. Yeah, it was hilarious. I yeah. was laughing really hard. It was good. But, man, awesome game. Now we're moving on. All right? We got Northern Illinois coming up. Yeah. The Huskies of Northern Illinois. Looked all right in week one. Okay. They were okay. I mean. They were going up against a good Iowa team. They, yeah, good Iowa team. They did get slapped by Iowa, but. Yeah, 33-7. to seven. Wasn't very good. Yeah, the Northern Illinois did not score until the fourth quarter. Right. Um, they played two quarterbacks, although one only threw one pass. Um, Marcus Chil- Marcus, Childers. Marcus Ch- Childers, Childers, whatever. Childers, but I was actually looking into this guy, and he, I mean, he was a true freshman starter as of last year. He's a sophomore now. Last season, he had some good stats, all right? He, uh, 152 of 265, yeah. and uh, over 1,600 yards. Not like, great in week one. 
No. 14 of 25, no, no, no. only 105 yards. Short passes. Very short. Not a lot of yards after catch nope. for these Northern Illinois The longest receivers. one was 21 yards. Yeah. So. So, and then Jordan Nettles, running back, got 13 carries, 74 yards. So, it doesn't seem like they're relying on one guy as a far whole as running lot. back, yeah. You know, Jordan Nettles, sorry, combining Childers and Nettles. Jordan Nettles got the bulk of the carries. However, three other guys got carries as well. Right. And, I mean, I don't think... I mean, they obviously use a couple wideouts here, it looks like. I mean, only, like I said, not a lot of passes, not a lot of completions. Their offense just didn't seem to be clicking. It didn't look really well. It looks like they tried to spread the ball. I mean, what? Let's see this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine guys. Nine guys? Is that what I'm counting? Nine guys got catches? Look like Looks like it. So, I mean, it looks like they tried to spread the ball just a little bit on receptions here. I have eight guys on my list that I'm looking at. So, there you go. Eight, nine Tried guys. Tried to spread the ball out all over the field. Right. What obviously was not working. Their offense did not look that great. And no. you're now going against a defense who let up 59 yards. And right. that was it. And was the number one, I think, the number one defense in the country as far as total passing yards. Yeah, number well. one total defense. Yeah. It was like in the it country. Was unreal. Yeah. Which, I mean, you can't even really pin that on the fact of, oh, you're playing a Division two school. Right. Because half of college football in week one plays Division two schools. Right. Georgia played a Division two school. Florida played a Division two school. You know, these other powerhouse teams were playing these FCS teams. Yeah. And, you know, Utah came away out of week one with the number one total defense, which, yeah. you you know, is an outstanding job by them. Oh, Fantastic. Sure. This Northern Illinois offense not looking good. I think Utah's defense will have their way with them. Um, additionally, on offense, Iowa also not a great day passing. Um, however, running back Torin Young did have eight carries for 84 yards. So a 10.5 average um, and a so that, touchdown. That, yeah, that defense for Northern Illinois is not. Yeah, Ivory Kelly Martin also had a touchdown run um, as way as well as Peyton Mansell, who was quarterback, who was another quarterback for Northern Illinois, or for Iowa. Right. So I mean, I don't think we'll get a lot done passing wise in this game against Northern Illinois. It's where running will come into play. You know, obviously Zach Moss, T.J. Green got some carries late in the game against yeah. Weber State. Yeah. I think he'll be good. And then, obviously, don't forget Tyler Huntley is a running quarterback. Mm-hmm. So, so. That's, that's, that's going to be interesting because we run that you know that spread option, read option stuff in the backfield. A lot of that. Yeah. A lot of moving parts. I would like to see the Utes actually get, a, get rid of their little, uh, whatever you want to call it, jailbreak screens or whatever it's oh, called the on, on, the, on the third and eights. I'm tired yeah. of it. That, that's the one play. You can kick out the book. Yeah. Piss me off. And so special teams, special teams, you got to go with Utah. I mean, oh, yeah, you have 100%. the best kicker and the best punter yeah. probably. And if in Covey the, gets open of, field, hands down, gosh. one of the best punt returners and yeah. open field guys. So, yeah, and kickoffs in college is now pretty much all but eliminated. Not pretty much. So Depending on how like, ballsy these guys are now. <laughs> offensively, I would give the edge to Utah yep. just because of the running game. Defensively, obviously, you how can you not <laughs> yeah. go? Utah, number yeah. one defense in the country after week one. And special teams, you got to go with Utah. 100%. So with that being said, Hunter, what do you think the final score will be? So final score, I'm going to go 31-14. Okay, Utah. I'm going 35-7. Okay. So I, don't, think I don't give Northern Illinois a whole lot of breathing room on this. I don't think they're going to be that great. Yeah, I think their offense is going to be better than Weber State, obviously. Right. I think they'll get down. They'll make, you know, I think they'll get a touchdown sometime like in the second quarter. Maybe in the and night. then probably right. late in the fourth. See, I just don't see that. I see just maybe a touchdown in the fourth. Like <laughs> I just that's all I yeah. see. 
I don't see a whole lot coming from because I don't think the Utes are going to come out all passive again and they're going to be ready to gun it. We both have Utah scoring in the 30s. Yep. Um, typical Iowa put up 33 on Northern Illinois. Yep. Um, obviously, we both think the defense is going to be outstanding again. But Utah coming out with the win, we agree upon that. So I think it'll be a good weekend for Utah fans again. Oh, yeah. No, I'm excited. You and know, gear up for that Washington game. Oh, for sure. That's 100%. what we're looking forward to. Oh, yeah. We have some questions. Yeah, we do. Questions. Got three on my end. How many you got? I have three as well. All right. So, mm-hmm. oh, I have much more, actually. That's great. Um, first question coming from Andrew Dunford, 33. He asks, who is the go-to receiver when the Utes need a first down? When the Utes need a first down. So that's kind of hard because there was a lot of plays that could have been completed that should have been completed, you know. But I'm t- if you're talking sure hands, who had, didn't have better hands than Britton Covey on that night? And he slips through it. He caught everything. But if you are the Utes and you need, like, it's third and eight, and you need a third down catch by one of your receivers, I'd probably go with CLC Mariner. I agree. That was like, that would be I my think next he's the guy. most proven receiver. He's a little bit bigger. Yeah. So if it's That'd kind of like a jump ball, sure. he can fight for it a little better than Britton Covey can. Um, he's the Utes' number one wide receiver for a reason. So okay. I would go yeah, CLC. hands down for sure. Um, Andrew Dunford, 33, has a second question. Okay. He asks, How often do you think the Utes will run the ball versus pass? First pass? Yeah, so like percentage-wise. You know what? Percentage-wise, wow. That's kind of hard just because of the style of offense that they run, and it's all about reading. It all depends yeah. on how they play defense on those guys. So with how bad the defense of Northern Illinois would be, we're going to try to run it down their throats and get Moss out there. And I think that I think it's going to be more like a 60-40 run game, I think is what it will end up being. Okay. Um, I'm going to say specifically against Northern Illinois. This isn't for the whole season, but I think against Northern Illinois in particular, right. it'll be more like 65-35 run game. Okay. Just because as we could see um, from the numbers from the Iowa-Northern Illinois game, it seemed like Iowa had a lot more success running the ball than they had throwing it. So I would probably have to say that the Utes will run the ball more often than they will pass this right. week. Yeah. So For sure. Um, this coming in from Olivia Tierlink, she asks, who even is Northern Illinois? I like her. Well, Olivia. That's a nice, that's awesome. They are the Northern that's, Illinois Huskies. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if you want exact They city. are from Illinois and they're on the north side. Uh, they, that's all I got for you. So they actually had a Heisman candidate just a couple years ago. That's true. So not too shabby. They went undefeated, I think. When was it? Let me look up at the year. Who was their baller quarterback? I'll find out. One second. What are you saying? Devin's trying. To, Devin's also in the studio trying to tell us something right now. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find a year by year. I can't find anything. Man, Conference maybe she's right. Who is Northern Illinois? We can't even find Was it 2014? No, it wasn't 2014. Paxton Lynch. Was it Paxton Lynch? No, it wasn't Paxton no, Lynch. No, he came from Memphis. He's from Memphis. What are you trying to say, Devin? Are you okay? This, I don't know about that. This is really bad, like radio. It's okay, dude. What can you do? Either way, they've been very good. In 2012, they went, what is this, 12-2? and two. Wow. They were a top 25 team. They, uh, they actually went to the Orange Bowl in 2012. Lost to Florida State. So, I mean, by no means is Utah playing a shabby school in Northern Illinois. No, they're definitely going to be better than a Weaver State. Yeah. Step up, for sure, for the Utes. Better than Weaver State. I don't think it's going to be that great. Right. They're not going to be like a powerhouse. They're not going to be 12-2 and two playing in the Orange Bowl. Yeah, no doubt. 
but they're a suitable you know team in the MAC conference for sure. Um, okay, I have two more on my end. All right. Andy McElroy asks, "Why did Weber even score? Why did they? Because of Utah mistakes. All, yeah, it was all Utah mistakes. Like that's the thing. They if shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. If we played the game as we were supposed to, didn't muff a punt and you know like getting some good passes off, they don't score in that game. Yeah, if it weren't for an interception and a muffed punt, Utah wins forty-eight zero, maybe possibly." Yeah, not more. <laughs> Depending, on I'm going to say one of those two turnovers, Utah probably score. would lead. Could have been 44 if yeah. they just got a field goal out of that. Who knows? At but least something. 41, nothing. Right, because Weber State cannot score the ball. It was solely off of Utah mental errors that led yeah. to Weber State points. Right. Uh, the last question I have on my end: What is more concerning, Huntley's, Huntley's decision making, i.e., the pick thrown into triple coverage, or the dropped passes by the receiving core? So I'm gonna go more on the drop passes because Huntley got hit. Huntley got hit he on that. He did get hit. However, the throw in the first place was questionable. Ag- like he agreed. Have been agreed. That guy. But then the rest of the night, his throws weren't that questionable. Yeah. It, now he wasn't putting a lot of sling onto it. Well, not a whole lot of zip on the ball. Maybe a little nervous. But the wideouts really need to get on their game because there was a lot of drop passes and yeah. it was not good. Um, I would go Huntley's decision making just because dropped passes aren't necessarily something you would be like concerned with leading. You know, you're not going to shoot yourself in the foot with dropped passes. You well, are that, gonna, there was quite a few. There was quite a few. But you're not going to. You will shoot yourself by poor decision making by your quarterback. For sure. No, I agree. Like that will lead to more losses than a couple of dropped passes. Right. Well. I agree. Hundred percent. So, those are questions I received. Okay. Alex, what questions did you receive? All right. So, one of them from our very own over here, Devin Pendleton, D Pen One Two Three, our guy. All right. He asks. He asks, "What do you think of Utah's?" Cough, cough, LOL, dot, 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 polls national championship. So I don't know if you guys heard, they came out just a couple was a couple days ago where they said that the Utes are actually now consi- are recognized as the 2008 national championships. Champions? Yeah. Yeah, 2008 Natty champs. Dang. I personally, I want to see the trophy. I, that's all I want. Send me the trophy. I mean, Bring it home. Because I want it, all right? I mean, we it's, it's not all, a real national championship. It's not a real national championship. It's a funny not. thing. It's, it's a hilarious. Funny thing so to... When I read that, I was like, there's no way. Because that's like that's just ridiculous. If like, you're going to change that every year, then what's the point of even having it? Utah's not going to hang a banner. Oh, heck no. If they hang not a gonna, banner, that's going to be the joke. That's yeah. like UCF but national champs on their stadium. it's a funny thing to bring up with BYU fans if they're like, oh, well, we got the 84 national championship. And you say, well, we've got the 08 national championship. Well, I don't like that because also in that poll, it gave BYU three national championships. I can't remember what other two years, but also Nick them two more. Was it like more. the Harris poll or something? Yeah, I can't remember, but they put them into two more. So I was like, you know what? I'd rather just say we don't have any and stick them with one. That's, yeah. that's how I feel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a funny joke because BYU fans got real... Like, Real upset. upset by it. Really upset, yeah. So it's funny to kind of you know joke around about it, but in no no one's claiming that Utah is the national champion, right? Oh, for sure. All right. Next question comes from from our boy Hunter Miller over here. That's Man. me. Who was your MVP of Week One? So for me, I don't have a specific player. I'm going with a unit here. Utah defense MVP played outstanding. Best unit on the field. They get really good. 10 points were BS points. It was Utah's offensive mistakes, but the defense did what they had to do. Phenomenal. So my MVP is going to be Zach Moss. Okay. 86-year touchdown run, like we said. For sure. He just looked, you know, every bit like the guy you need 
that you want him to be, of course, and you need him to be this season. Right. If Utah has a chance of winning the Pac-12 South or winning the Pac-12 even, which I think is a possibility after seeing Washington's game this first week, I think that if you are Utah, you need Zach Moss to be an unstoppable force running the ball. 100%. And he looked every bit of that in week one. Right. 100%. All right. Next question comes from uh, our very our very close friend, Mitch Harper, Mitch, BYU, BYU Insider. BYU Insider. He's the one who hooks us up with this nice ESPN studio that oh, we're using right now. Good guy. So thank you for that. But I'm going to, I'm not okay with this real fast. <laughs> How can Utah pull off the upset against NIU? So first off, Mitch, I don't know if you forgot. It's not BYU playing NIU. All right? <laughs> BYU isn't there. So it's Utah here. Remember this. Utah is going to slaughter these guys. I don't think it's going to be much of a game. So if you can give me a reason as to why you think it's an upset, we'd love to hear it. Let us know. But I'm going to tell you right now. that I want to see what the line is. Like Utah. It was. I had it up, actually. Let me see here. Um, so according to the matchup predictor, ESPN's power index, Utah has a 76.6% chance and Utah is an 11 point favorite. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So. Upset. I don't know what upset he's talking about. That's what I'm saying. But so I said, I didn't know if you mistake BYU what was needs, playing. I don't know. What needs to happen for Utah to win this game? Uh, simply just execute your game 100%. plan. 100%. If Utah Offense goes in, phenomenal. If Utah goes in, doesn't commit mental errors, doesn't muff punts, and doesn't throw near Picks. pick sixes. Yeah. Then we're good. If they simply go in and execute their game plan, if Moss runs for a touchdown or two, Utah Utah throws wins the game. one, Cubby catches one. Yeah. Defense gets a couple picks here. Simply and there. just need to do what Kyle Whittingham, you know, yep. tells them to do. 100%. Yep. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, you know what? Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you, Hunter, for being on here. Views from the Hill podcast. Go on, subscribe, give us a like here. Want to hear what you think. Uh, But we're here weekly, and I'm going to be giving you all the best of the best and give you all that insider stuff from all these uh, press conferences I'll be going to. So we're going to. Yeah, it'll be exciting. We're going to get this stuff rolling. It's going to be fun. Don't forget, follow us on Twitter. Twitter, and we, yeah, Twitter. And follow the Sports Sports Take. take. Yeah, there you go. Instagram. That's right. As always, this podcast is presented by Sports Take. Go follow the Sports Take podcast on Instagram. And follow Views from the Hill podcast on Twitter. Thanks, boys. Later. Tastes like Jack when I'm kissing him So I told him that I never really liked his friends Now he's grown and he's calling me a bitch again There's a guy that lives in a garden state And he told me that we make it till we graduate So I told him that the music will be worth the wait But he wants me in the kitchen when it's in a plate I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe that we're meant to be But jealousy, 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 jealousy get the best of me Look, I don't mean to frustrate But I always make the same mistakes, yeah Always make the same mistakes, cause I'm bad in love But you can't blame me for trying You know I'd be lying Saying you're the one That could finally fix me Looking at my history I'm bad in love Got a girl with California eyes And I thought that she could really be the one this time But I never got the chance to make her mine Because she fell in love with little thin white lines London girl with an 
attitude. We never told no one, but we look so cute. Both got way better things to do, but I always think about it when I'm by you. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe that I'm in too deep. Jealousy, 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 get the best in me.